The information discussed in this episode is intended as general information only. It is not intended for one-on-one medical advice, and you should always consult your healthcare practitioner before making any changes. And if you like the content discussed in this episode, please go leave a review so that others can benefit from it as well. I am a woman on a mission that is dedicated to teaching you just how powerful your body was built to be. I like to do that by bringing you the latest science, the greatest thought leaders, and applicable steps that help you tap into your own internal healing power. The purpose of this podcast is to give you the power back and help you believe in yourself again. My name is Dr. Mindy Pels, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Okay, Resetters, so my next guest has got a superpower that you all are going to greatly benefit from. We call her and lovingly know her as Andrea D, but in the health influencing world, she is known as the connector. And she has an incredible ability to be able to take all the information that you guys are Googling out there, all the health information that you're searching and trying to figure out which programs should I do and and how do I go about doing them and should I do keto or paleo, like everything that we see our resetters ask themselves and get overwhelmed with, she has an ability to take all that information and put it together and help you break it down so you know which path to hop on, which is incredible. Don't you think, Jess? It's an amazing resource. And she, she also has a really, because she's a connector, she has a really great way of tapping into people's like deep seated missions And Mm. so when she's vetting all these people and when she's meeting all these people, like she's really getting to the core of, of who they are as a person and what they're trying to contribute to this world. And then taking that and bringing it to the consumer and helping people find who they need to follow, what kind of resources that they can match each other up on. Yeah. So she has a great website. It's called Wellness Clarity. Go check it out. And what I love about her amongst many things, but also what I love about her website is she had this idea a few years back. And when I first started putting information out on all my social media platforms, I could see that somebody could easily get overwhelmed. I love to create content, which it can be a problem sometimes because I'll just keep creating. And the person listening often will grab onto some of the content and really excel and others will get overwhelmed and not sure where to start. Don't you find, yeah. do you see yeah. that? We see that a lot. Well, and you have, I mean, you provide so much good information, but when people step new into this world of doing health differently than our medical mainstream system, it's hard to know where to start, what information is right, what works best for them. Yeah. So if you resonate with that, you know, she told me her idea to help become this liaison between some of her favorite health influencers that were really mission hearted and out to make a difference. And how could she be the liaison between health influencers and the consumer? And that's really what she came up with, with Wellness Clarity. And she's now doing a masterclass where she's interviewing experts in all different aspects of health. And just this resource has been needed, it needed to happen. And I, two years ago, when she told me she wanted to do it, I'm like, I'm not going to let you give up on that. You have to do that. And here she is stepping into an amazing platform that that you all can greatly benefit from. 
Absolutely. And she's from New York. So she's got this like sassy, spicy energy that I adore and sometimes wish I had more of. (laughs) Yeah. So I love listening to her talk and I love hearing her passion come through and everything that she does. And I mean, obviously we just love, love her to death. Yep. So enjoy you guys and know that, you know, she is on a mission to help you make this much easier for to navigate. And as always, we never want you to give up on your health. You were born in a miracle. And Andrea D is helping us make sure that you get the information that is going to best change your life. So enjoy. And as always, give us feedback. Let us know what you think of this episode. When you're in the middle of a fast, do you ever hit a wall and then you really start to struggle? Like, I I know this happens to me sometimes. Like, I'm going along, I'm feeling really good, and then bam, all of a sudden I'm out of energy, I'm starving, and it's like my brain is turned off. So check this out. If that's happened to you, there's a really good chance you're running low on minerals. Fasting makes your mitochondria produce more energy. It speeds up fat burning. It helps you make more ketones so your brain is really sharp. But the part of fasting that we don't talk enough about is that those benefits often come at an expense to your body. So you got to look at your body doing the right thing at the right time always. And when you hit that crash, it's a large chance that your body has had to use a ton of minerals to be able to supercharge you in the fasted state. And if your minerals are already low, you can end up depleted. So that is why I love Beam Minerals. They make a full spectrum mineral supplement that is perfect for fasting. It's in a liquid form. It it literally tastes like water. You just have to take a shot halfway through your fast and you can keep going a whole lot longer without the hunger and the fatigue. So if you want to experience this, if you want to try it in your fasting window and see what kind of results you get, just go on over to beamminerals.com and enter the code MINDY for 20% off. And as always, let me know how it works for you. I'm really excited to bring this information to you all because you deserve to thrive in your fasted state. Here's where I want to dive in because I love people's stories. I want to go back to your childhood and talk a little bit about what the heck was it like to grow up in Slovakia? Yes. Okay. So I have no reference point. You know, I know you today as the beautiful woman that you are today. What was it like to be a child in Slovakia? Oh boy. So yes. So Slovakia was actually formerly Czechoslovakia. And for those of you who don't know, it's in Eastern Europe. It's kind of, most people know Poland because it's so big and Slovakia is literally right south of Poland. And I was born in 1985. So it was still a communist country back then, but it's, you've never been there. It's such a beautiful place. You know, Mm. it's typical Eastern European. It's got a lot of history. It's got a lot of castles and a lot of hiking and one of the regions, kind of more on the northern western side, has these beautiful mountains called the Tatras. So when I grew up, my parents parents split up when I was about seven. And we grew up in this insane house, which was, it was a two-story. 
And our cousins lived underneath us. We lived upstairs and it was just giant, especially when we were so small. It was a gigantic house and we were very fortunate. You know, my, both of my parents had jobs. We were like middle class, but maybe more upper middle class. I mean, when friends came over, they were just like, oh my gosh, look at this gigantic house that you have. And we used to run around in circles. It was just open. So we used to, I have a uh, older brother. We used to just chase, chase each other around. We had this insane backyard and a big dog and we used to just run around and it was, you know, it was safe back then. We ran around with our friends. We didn't really, behind our backyard was this, this pool, like you could, it was a community pool and they had this big property. So we used to sneak onto the property and just run around and it, it was safe. It was beautiful. But every weekend we went hiking and we went camping and there's no ocean closest ocean is that was actually down in what is now Croatia it was about a 10 hour drive. So every summer we would drive down to the ocean and it was just, it was fun. Right. And it's all that I knew. Right. And I remember school. I, I moved to the United States and I started fourth grade here. So I went to first, second and third in Slovakia. And it's so funny how, and I'm, maybe we'll get into it, how you kind of remember sometimes few bad moments in your life and few good moments in your life. I remember third grade sucked. And I almost don't remember or have any memories from third grade. But going back to first and second grade, it was so much fun. I had so many friends. I had these boys that had crushes on me and I had crushes on the boys. And I'm still really close friends with two of my girlfriends from first and second grade. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, going back to school, like you think we used to have naps. You, in, Fun fact, in Slovakia, when you enter your school, you change your shoes. You can't wear your outside shoes in school. So we had lockers and we changed sneakers and shoes. And it was just, you know, walking back home. I used to stop by the bakery and get a loaf of fresh bread for my mom. So, but we did grow up in the city. It's not like I grew up in the country milking cows every day. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, that, yeah, as I heard, as you were talking, I was thinking I had this visual in my mind of like a Disney movie. I'm like, oh, that sounds incredible. No wonder you're such a well-adjusted adult now as yeah, your early so years. so much fun. I wish I grew up on the farm. That would have been cool. But we did have a, a cottage. As I grew up, my father, we'll get into that story. But when my parents split up, my mom moved us to the States and my dad actually stayed in Slovakia. So we used to spend all summer there. And eventually he ended up getting it. Every Slovakian usually has a cottage, like a second home. And that cottage was like in the woods with like a big community with other people that had cottages. At this point, it's like three, four generations when you go there. And that's where we used to go to like the local farm and tell this guy, tell the butcher, you know, and the farmer like, hey, we're going to celebrate a birthday in six months. And he would like raise a pig or a grass-fed cow, or or a lamb for us. Oh, that's what we have. Oh my gosh, that's what we have to go back to. Yeah. I've heard so often, like, you know, if you want to be healthy, go back and live like your grandparents did. Yeah. And I think about that a lot. So... My my elementary school, we didn't take our shoes off. We had a big we had a big box that we threw our lunch pails in and everybody's like would like get all on top of each other. And my mom was such a health nut, she wasn't sure about the lunch pail. She didn't know if it had toxins in it. Like this is this was her mindset back then. So we would have a brown paper bag and it was recycled and so, like we would bring it back, she would send it the next day. So it was all crumpled up. 
and we couldn't get have anything with with sugar in it. And we got the peanut butter with that spread. Do you know, like the the peanut butter that had the oil on top? Anyways, I would look in the little box in my classroom, in my third grade classroom, and I would see my crumpled up lunch pail with my big grease stain. It was it was like traumatizing. So my third grade was was not taking shoes off. It was navigating the food my mom was eating me or, or feeding me. That, I mean, I feel like in in Slovakia there was. I mean, especially back then, I knew nothing about food or health, right? But. Right. It's true. I mean, there wasn't a McDonald's in Slovakia, at least in my city. I grew up in the second largest city all the way out east in Košice. There wasn't a McDonald's until I was maybe a teenager when I went back. Right. right. Have that back then. So even though, sure, our diet was filled with potatoes and starches and, and, and milk, it wasn't what we're putting in our bodies today. Right. And it was a big argument I had with my dad when he got sick later on. It's like, well, why is it so bad now? I'm like, well, it just is. We didn't have those hormone-filled you know, cows and, and everything else. And we weren't consuming that. So even though we were maybe consuming more sugar and more carbs, it was less toxic, really. Yeah, that, I, absolutely, absolutely. And we didn't have a table at our elementary school for people who had peanut allergies. It, it didn't even exist. You didn't we even know. And sensitivity. There, were, there was no right. celiac and gluten... anything. (laughs) None of that. Yeah. So, so, okay, take us, let's fast forward to your, you were lived in New York and you went to, you got your bachelor's in entrepreneurship management. Oh boy. Where did you find that? (laughs) (laughs) We stalk people. Jessica and I are really good stalkers. So we found, we're like, here, we've known you for so long and we didn't know that about you. Okay, yeah. what for starters, what does that degree teach you? Not much. <laughs> Not much. So yeah, I grew up in Brooklyn and then I relocated to Manhattan because I I entered college and I was already into health. So like freshman year of college, I started getting into like supplements and health and things like that. But and I worked since I was 12 years old. So I had like a crazy work ethic. And my dad was an entrepreneur. My mom worked in a bank because when we moved to the States, nobody spoke English. My mom did it in her 30s. I did it. My brother did it. They just threw us in school and were like, okay, learn. (laughs) When you're young, that's how language works though. It was, it's, my mom still has this like funny accent and like she has trouble speaking sometimes, but she's a VP of a bank. I always laugh. I'm like, mom, how are you the VP of a bank with your language barrier? But she's just so smart and likable. And, but I decided to go to college. I wanted to be a hotel manager. How funny is that? Oh my gosh. I would work for Mr. Trump in Trump Hotels in New York City. Oh my gosh. That would be, that was not your purpose for sure. No. So I started college. I didn't have hotel management. So I just started kind of like a business management. Wanted to go away for school, but we just didn't have the funds for that. And the business school, which was a city school, Borough College in New York City, was actually much cheaper and they gave me a scholarship versus going away. And I was like, well, it's a better business school and I have a scholarship. Let's just kind of go for that, right? And I still have some of my best friends from college. So super thankful I went there. But it was my second year of college where I'm like, I am never working for anyone else. This is 
bullshit. Can we can we curse on this thing? Oh yeah, that's actually one of the number one rules of my podcast. Is you're allowed to swear? Yes, I'm such a <laughs> come on. I grew up in Brooklyn, you know. But, um, so I said, you know, I was like, I don't want to work for anyone, anybody else. I started listening to like Robert Kiyosaki and and just all these wonderful people and like real estate investing and freedom and financial freedom and residual income. And I'm like, oh, I want this. And the only way to get it is to be an entrepreneur. So I switched my major. And what you asked is, I had one class in that whole four years that was actually memorable. And that was an entrepreneurship class where we had to go in, actually go out of the school and find a small business. And we had to consult. It was a group of, I think, four or five of us. And we had to consult with the business owner and write up like a freaking 80-page plan of what they should do next with their business. Oh my and gosh. it was like this t-shirt shop in Brooklyn, like super hip and cool. And we thought that they should franchise. I don't think they ever listened to our advice. Yeah, that's a whole ball of wax. <laughs> but, um, going back, I think, I think it was just the work ethic and school ethic, knowing that I had to, I wanted to have good grades and I needed to support myself and the friendships. But when it really comes to, do I know what I know now because of college? I can't say that I do. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet that actually should be a question I ask every guest because, you know, I having now a child that's going through the college experience, I think there it's really true that we have this expectation you're supposed to go to college and like learn something and that's going to serve you for the rest of your life. But yeah. really, it's just time for the frontal lobe to kick in and start to make smart choices and, and figure out what you're going to do. So yeah, I mean, it's also the first time I tried pot. So, you know, it's not going to be right best choices all the time. But I think when you have a different, if I could go back now, Mindy... I would have went and become like a naturopathic doctor. I mean, there's like no ifs and buts about it. Just so I, I mean, I, but I didn't got into health and nutrition probably, like I said, my freshman year of college. I started like working for this MLM that had really cool supplements. You know, you learn more about work ethic there because you just got to hustle. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. But that's where my love, and I think by the time I, finished college with my entrepreneurship degree, I knew that I wanted to start a business in health and nutrition. Yeah. So at least yeah. That. <laughs> and that was that was actually going to be one of my questions because one thing, like if I look at some of the comments that come through on my Instagram, you know, I realize that many people are not living in a health bubble. Yeah. And like like we are. And mm-hmm. so we're around people that are, have made a commitment to their own health. We're talking health all the time. And it becomes when you surround yourself with people that are in the health world, it, it's almost like it becomes effortless to mm-hmm. be able to live a healthy life. And so one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, because you have this what do we call it, like 30,000 view idea of what all these health influencers, how they operate and the impact they make. But there's a whole world out there that's not living in the health life. They're not around people who prioritize health and yet they want to be healthy. So you came from that world. Right. And what, what's it like? What, how, how, do you see it as two worlds? And maybe I'm just looking at it more black and white. No, that's such a cool question. I do think there's definitely a separation. And I think as you started talking about kind of going into that field, the number one thing that sticks out is community, Mm. right? Because if you're surrounding yourself with the people that 
care about you and care about health and care about their life and what they're doing, it, it helps you move forward in that direction. So I think one thing that I've noticed that's the same with, with you and everybody else that I work with, whether they're influencers or healers, it's everybody's trying to create this community. And I think it's amazing, right? Because that, that person, that's where they'll get that motivation and that information to submerge and kind of get their health to the optimal level. And I think, not that I think, I know I got in because of that MLM. Yeah, right. Because I got into the MLM and they were like, well, you have to pick a niche. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, we have supplements where you could sell websites, you could sell makeup. And I tried the makeup for a little while and I was like, eh, no, thank you. I don't know if it was toxic free. I should look back now. Yeah, um, right. Oh my gosh. And I got on the supplements and I'm like, this is freaking cool. You know, and this makes sense. And it makes sense that we should take care of our bodies. And then I cheerleaded, don't air this, I cheerleaded for one season in college. I'm not good. I joined it for the dance team. So I needed to like look okay, you know, so I was exercising and everything else. So it's just, if it wasn't for that, I don't know, I would have found this space sooner or later because it's my calling and my passion. I just don't know how I would have gotten there. Right. Because I went in and then I had this community. I had these people that were teaching me about the supplements and why it's important and why they need to be clean. And I'm like, holy shit, like my body is the only place I have to live. We've heard that many times before and I have to take care of it. It should be my number one priority. You know, I heard a phrase yesterday. So I love how information like merges together. Mm-hmm. And I heard, I heard a phrase yesterday that when people follow you on social media, they are looking for mastery. So they are looking to master the topic. So you can use fasting like with me, like they're, they're coming to understand fasting but there's no community there. So it's like pieces of information that they're trying to figure out. When you go into like things like our Reset Academy, and I know you're, you, the work you're doing, we're going we're gonna to get to that in a moment because it's really important for our listeners, is that when you start to move into some of these you know, membership groups and, and actually start to pay for some of these services, the ones that are the best are the ones that build community. Because right. people will come for mastery and they'll stay for community. Exactly. And it's, it's just, we all have our lows, right? Even, even the people that you see on Instagram and they're happy and they're so healthy and they're so great. Bullshit. There's no way that that is 100% of the time every day. We all have our lows. And I you know, talk about that all the time. And it's, it's, it's also, I think, creating that community and allowing people not to be scared of changing mm. their health and their life. Yep. There's one thing that I get from friends all the time is, you know, we have a few cocktails and we're talking. And of course I get into all of this stuff because I love it so much. And there's times I hear, well, I'm too scared to know the truth. Interesting. So sometimes I rather just not even pay attention, just live my life the way that most people are living it. Listen to everything my doctor tells me, get all of my vaccination, take a multivitamin from Amazon and like, you know, call it a day, like we'll be fine. And that's kind of what scares me. I'm like, well, if you just stop and and realize that health doesn't have to be that hard, right? It's harder for some than others, depending on what state you're in, right? And how deep you've gotten, but fix it now. It's your responsibility. It's your body. And it's, you have a family. For most people, they have a family. Your kids depend on you until they can make their own decisions. Yeah. So that, yeah. I think, helps motivate them with that too. 
Absolutely. And it goes back to the old thought process that you are like the five people you hang around. So look at the five people you hang around. And if if they're they're not making health a priority, your health journey will be a lot more difficult. And one of the things that I've been asking myself a lot lately in this middle of this pandemic is, why do we have so many immune compromised people and why are they appearing healthy? So mm-hmm. like when I'm thinking about you saying buying the Amazon supplement or, you know, they're going to do make a few positive changes, what people don't realize is that they are immune compromised and they just don't know it. They have given it another name. They have given it brain fog. They have given it exhaustion. They have said, I'm sure catching colds a lot. Like I'm gaining weight. Like they've labeled it something different. And what I have been really trying to help people see is that's immune compromise. That's not okay. Mm -hmm. And I think when you're in this other community, when you're around people that are driven more towards you know, their careers and accumulating money and status and how they look. And they're not maybe in that health environment. You fall asleep. You're, you don't see it. But those of us that are in the health movement that want to help so deeply, it's like, there's, Let's, let's wake everybody up and see how powerful this body of yours is. Right. And it's also people think that it's normal, right? Like I have, Except, yeah. it's like, oh, well, my kid has an earache or, oh, my kid has a headache or, oh, he's good. Like, it's all normal. Oh, I'll just get a, you know, antibiotic or I'll just get something. Oh, kids get flus all the time. Kids get colds, the ears. I'm Except like, mediocrity. Right. And, and just for the most part, it's, I go, it's okay because you don't know any better. Right. So exactly. it's okay if you don't know any better, but it's your responsibility responsibility to find out more and dig a little deeper. I love that. And this is why I brought you on because I think the work that you're doing, and don't worry, everybody, we're going to get to that. But <laughs> the work you're doing with Wellness Clarity is so needed. I see people on all my social media platforms that get overwhelmed and they want, they hear a little bit here, they hear a little bit here. I just did a whole thing on carnivore. We did carnivore fasting and oh my gosh, so many people were like, what? We're doing carnivore now? Like whatever happened to keto vegetarian? And, and then I have to, my staff has to go in and just be like, okay, it's all a part of the toolbox, which is why I, I told you last year when, two years ago, when we talked about wellness clarity, like this is why we need somebody to weed out the information. And that's what yeah. you're doing, which is incredible. Well, it's so, a little embarrassing. It took me that long, but my vision has changed. Like my mission hasn't changed, but my vision has changed a little bit. And I think it's, you know, sometimes things take time and it's, you have to write for the, wait for the right timing. And I think the 2020 is just like, it just, it just clicked. It just happened. Yeah. So, I yeah. love it. I love it. So uh, Jessica reminded me, I had totally forgotten that There's... we ha- that we had a- originally met from Level, the ketone, the, the air, what do we call that? It's like a... Acetone breath. Yeah, it was like a ketone measure that you could measure through your breath. So before we dive into Wellness Clarity, what, what are your thoughts? You moved from getting into nutrition, into really understanding the ketogenic diet. And then there you were in this company with the, with the breathalyzer. I think that's what we call it. So have you, what are your thoughts on breathalyzers for, and, and measurements of ketone? You're now so entrenched in the wellness movement. Do you have an opinion on how you measure ketones? I do. Well, I have to go back and say when 
I, the opportunity with Level came literally just, I, I'm a big proponent of law of attraction. And you know, mm. when you're out there, you get. Yeah. Um, it doesn't always seem that way, but I think it always comes back around. And I was really, I, I was working for a company not in the wellness space for a little while because I was able to be a part owner in that eventually. But after a few years, I'm like, we just both decided it wasn't working. And again, I was itching, right? It wasn't right. my mission. It wasn't my mission. And through an ex-boyfriend, I got the introduction to a guy who was hiring for this new startup level. And right, it measured the acetone in your breath. So it was really intriguing to me because I've never heard of keto. You're going to love this. I don't really tell this much, but I've ne- this was four years ago now-ish. I never heard of keto until I started working for them. Wow. They flew us out to Seattle and they gave us a training of how it works. So they got into like kind of the science of the ketogenic diet, meaning even though you're measuring acetone, it's supposed to be a reflection of your fat burning. So how right. much fat you're burning. It wasn't even about ketones at first, but we got into like the different diets and how that acetone is going to change depending on what you eat, right? Higher carb, right. carb. So it's like, well, if you're eating keto, this is going to be higher, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Excuse oh, me. You're- and it was like a PhD, you know, scientist with all these degrees. I'm like, Dr. Anderson, you need carbs for energy. This keto stuff is nonsense. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love and it. He's like, well, and honestly, that was that point for me where I'm like, what the fudge is this keto stuff? I'm going to research it. I don't believe it. I was that person, you know, you have to eat. I was healthy, but you had to eat six times a day and I had to be low fat, like kind of what we all knew at one point. Right. And that's how my keto journey started. And I learned so much. And that's how I actually got in front of Dr. Pampa and all these other influencers and Katie Wells. And then, you know, I met you through Dr. Pampa's event. And it it really was my starting point where I started to discover my passion. And then, of course, incorporating the ketogenic diet into my life. That with detoxing was something that totally changed my health. Yeah. And what do you think of keto now? I still love it, but I've learned so much from, you're one of the main people that I follow too and learned so much from that it's a tool, right? You don't have to do it every day and you don't have to do it forever depending on your circumstances, right? It depends on if you're trying to fight cancer or going through chemo. What are you doing? Yep. Which is why... Which is why your your resource guide is going to be really powerful for people because I get asked all the time, which fast should I do? And my response is, well, what are you trying to accomplish? Right. So you have all these tools. What are you trying to accomplish? And this is why your resource guide on helping people figure all that out is going to be incredible. And I also had that the first time I studied intermittent fasting, I heard it and I was like, 15 hours without food? Nah. And I was like, I got up, I had the same (laughs) breakfast every morning for like a decade. And I was the first thing I did. And so there was, it was fasting was the furthest from my mind. I read the research. And then once I saw the research, I was like, that's kind of interesting. And then I watched a couple people that I admire start to do it. And the first thought I had was I could try that for a day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yes let me try that for a day <laughs> right and then I saw that these people that I admire were doing it and I and really smart people every day and I'm like every yeah. day you want me to do that every day <laughs> no way 
Once a month. <laughs> no way. And now here I am. I'm like, no, uh, what I'm supposed to eat? What's going on? You know, like I flip so much. But it's, it goes back to like, you know, you're developing that habit and that mindset, right? I yeah. was eating six meals a day. Heck no, I never thought I would be able to skip breakfast or yeah. lunch. 24 hour fast, a two day fast, five day fast. Holy shit. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's no way, but once you start doing it, just like anything else, it, and of course, when you start being metabolically flexible and your body actually knows how to use these ketones for energy, then it just becomes a breeze and it's so it, liberating. Yeah. You start to tap into a power you didn't even know was there, which is incredible. I interviewed one of my favorite people is Dr. Nasha Winters. Uh, and one of the things she said about metabolic flexibility to me that just really stuck in my, in my mind was that if you cannot go long periods without food, you have, you have sick mitochondria. And when I came to keto and fasting, I must have had sick mitochondria because I was the hangry person that if I didn't get food, I was going to eat your arm or take you, you know, chop you down with my words. Right. So I, but now it's so different and it is, it is that training yourself. Right. So, well, especially after your glucose burner, sugar burner for your whole entire life up until the point you start fasting or doing keto, then of course it's going to take some time. So, that's why I love your strategies too. And what we'll interview on with in my masterclass is about what are the different types of fasting and like where do you start? Where do you start? You can't go from eating six meals a day to trying to fast for 24 hours. Then you're going to get discouraged and you'll never do it again. So, there's no way to do it. Oh my God. And that's exactly why your work is going to be pivotal for people. Because what I see happen is somebody can see the concept of health and go, okay, this sounds good. And then they try it and they fall flat on their face. It's it's hard because making changes are hard. And then, especially as women, what do we do? We go and pull all our friends and all of our friends will say like, what? You're not eating? What do you mean? That's not safe. And then you allow their limiting beliefs to come into your head and you shut it down. And what I've been really, that's why I love bringing the science because I'm like, you. let's look at how you're designed. Let's look at the science Mm -hmm. and you're going to see that you were made to be this way. It's just going to take a little transition. So hang in there. Hey, Recenters, as we step into the new year, I am so thrilled to invite you on an extremely transformative journey with me in my Reset Academy. So check this out. If you're ready to kickstart your fasting and health journey, which I know so many of you have reached out to us and asked how you customize a fasting lifestyle for you, my Reset Academy is the absolute best place to be. So here's what you get in the Academy. And I like to think of it in terms of a complete picture. So imagine being surrounded by people who understand your journey, who are passionate for fasting, who want to lift you up and will support you every step of the way. My Academy is not just me, my team, but it is an incredible group of people that are all dedicated to building fasting lifestyles and supporting each other in it. This is why I created the Reset Academy. So when you join, you gain access to all the exclusive calls where my team and I share the latest insights, we answer your burning questions, and we guide you towards your health goals. That's not it. We didn't stop there. By becoming a member, you're not just investing in a membership, but you're investing in yourself. I am such a fan of setting you up to win this year. 
and my academy is the best place I know to do that. I want to keep you focused. I want you to customize this for you, and I want you to succeed at your health goals this year. End of story. So if you're ready to unlock your fullest potential and embrace a fasting lifestyle, join me. If it feels good, join me. And let's make this year an incredible year for us all. So all you got to do is go visit drmindypels.com slash Reset Academy to become a member. I can't wait to welcome you. I can't wait to see you on the Zoom calls. I can't wait to be in community with you. And most importantly, let's get your health goals handled and let's do this together. It's so much better together. Together. So that's drmindypels.com slash Reset Academy. Excited to see you there. I mean, you deal with so many health influencers. Oh, gosh, you brought up such a good point of, in, I'm going to get a little vulnerable here because this is kind of dear to my heart, but, and I won't mention any names, but somebody very close to my, I lost my dad to cancer last year, which you know that, and yeah. it was one of the hardest things in the world because he wouldn't go outside of like the traditional treatments and he ended up passing away with literally half of his insides missing. Wow. He battled with a stage four cancer. They gave him three months. He lived nine years because he was the strongest man that I've ever known. And he was really good up here mentally, right? And the mental game is so big with cancer. But once he passed, literally they have taken out half of his insides at that point with all the surgeries trying to get the cancer out, cancer out. And now most recently, another really close family member was diagnosed with breast cancer. And what you're saying, you brought up a good point because there's, you, you have to get more than one opinion and don't be afraid of it. So if you try something and you fail or don't succeed, whatever you want to call it, I know the word fail isn't optimal, but if, if, if it doesn't work for you, whether it's just fasting or keto or something serious, doesn't mean that you give up. It doesn't mean that it doesn't work. Get more than one opinion. Try more than one way of doing something. You know, this, this family member of mine that recently got diagnosed they decided to go the traditional, you know, chemo way to fight this. And I said, well, hold on. We're not looking at the full picture. And we actually hired Dr. Nisha Winter. It's funny you brought her oh, up. She trains practitioners now in yep. therapeutic approaches with cancer. And we hired somebody that she, because Dr. Nisha is a dear close friend of mine. I love her to death. She, she, she got me from, um, I had food poisoning stuck in Mexico one time and she coached me through it. Another fun story, but she's got she a huge heart. Me, she's amazing. She gave me one of her trained practitioners that, you know, this person was not a family member started meeting with. And it was scary for her coming from a place that goes, okay, I'm, I decided to do this type of treatment. Mm-hmm. And she was confident because the industry and the people and the doctors were like, this treatment works. 97% effective, X, Y, and Z. Yep. And then I speak to my colleagues such as yourself, and it's like, well, they don't tell you that this is effective, but it's they're kind of counting five years. Yep. You know, and this person is my age, we're mid-30s. And then I go, you know, look at this different opinion, this this, this different perspective as an integrative oncologist, you know, perspective that has trained and worked with thousands of people in your situation. And when she heard the news from this doctor. She was so scared because here's somebody telling her one thing and now there's somebody telling her something totally different. Yep. And I know it could be a scary place, right? When you yep. set, you do something or same thing. If you try something and you just don't succeed, it's forget it. I won't do anything else. Just keep your mind open. And I think just being able to go and research different things and having different opinions with everything is just, 
It's so needed nowadays. And so at the needed. end of the day, she soaked it in and now she's doing both. And she's Yeah, like, why not? Yeah, do it all. Right. That, but that bubble you said too, of course, when she went to her regular doctors and was like, well, I'm also going to incorporate this during my treatments. Well, you can do this. You can do that. That's bad. And she had to make that decision herself, whether she's going to let that noise stop her or not. And she's been fasting before her chemo treatments for three days, right? Because there's so much research, you know, that yeah. before yeah. chemo. She has been handling chemo like a champ. Like there's people in her sessions that are like, what the fuck are you doing? I love that. Like, I don't eat. Well, you have to eat. Yes. Here's a candy bar. She's like, no, thanks. I'm fasting. You know, and it's just like so. Here's a candy bar. <laughs> oh. I mean, you know. That's amazing. Slice of bread. Here's this. You feel nauseous. You know, have some crackers. I mean, so it just, sorry, we're kind of going off topic, but I just want to inspire people oh. to get that second opinion and to not get upset or bogged down when, when, when two sides don't agree, just, you know, you have to go with your heart, but getting that opinion is so crucial and it could save your life. Yeah. I, I, it, it reminds me of a journey. I walked with a patient who became a dear friend and she literally had no symptoms, walked in for a mammogram a week later, was diagnosed with breast cancer that had metastasized through her whole body. And one of the most important questions she asked herself was, why? How? How? Why? How? Where did this come from? I didn't feel any symptoms. And they, she was told purely genetic. And there's a whole other side to that story. But what she did is she tried to figure out why her body created the state of cancer. And right. while she was doing that, they had her taking tamoxifen. They had her doing radiation and chemo. They had her taking tamoxifen and... With everything, you know, one of the things that tamoxifen does is it gives you this illusion that the cancer is gone. Mm. And she would come into me and say, okay, I'm getting clean scans right now, but I want you to look at this, the research I found on tamoxifen. They're saying that it will go away for seven years, but after seven years, it comes back and people die. She would say to me, what do you think of that? And I'm like, I don't know, let's look it up. So we started to research it and try to understand, like, you know, think beyond the doctor just giving a shiny diagnosis or prognosis. And sure enough, 10 years later, she passed. um, And she was on tamoxifen the whole time. So, but she did everything. She did the alternative. She did the mainstream, like she did it all. So, So let, let's get a little practical for people that are listening, because again, you're an incredible resource. What if I'm wanting to start keto and fasting, or I'm wanting to start some diet changes, you're creating this website called Wellness Clarity. And what you're doing is bringing together health influencers, because you, you pretty much know everybody on the face of the planet. And you're bringing people together and you're helping people navigate what's the right path. What questions to ask yourself? Like, how do I take all the information? There's so many powerful health influencers out there. How do I know where to start that's right for me? And I know you're coming up with some chat resource sheets and things like that. Actually, going back, it's so funny. When we spoke about this a few years ago, one of the top things you said to me, you're like, you have to have this questionnaire on your website that people go through and fill out so you can kind of guide them as to like where they should be starting. I haven't done that just yet. Um, It'll be my next step. But I think... So one thing I just want to tell the people listening is, yes, with Wellness Clarity, the whole 
point of this was because people kept coming to me and you said, right, you're in this field, you know, you, you travel to all the events, you get all this information, you know, the influencers, you know, all these healers and practitioners, like I've spent all this money on programs and supplements and books and this and that. And, you know, I'm just kind of still not feeling well. And I know I need to change my health. I just don't know who to trust. And it's the disappointment of Dr. Google. It's kind of like a blessing and a curse, right? Thankfully, we find all this amazing stuff now that we didn't have access to before. But at the same time, you don't know who to trust. People just are always on there that just have crappy, shitty services and products. It's just it is. It's too bad, but yes. You know that, right? So what I wanted to do, number one, was to get rid of all of that jabber, all of that crap that's out there that's really just not good. And it's a waste of money and a waste of time and a waste of resources and a waste of your brain thinking about, can I do that? And I wanted to put everything on a website that's actually good. People that I personally know, every single product I have tried, every single program or protocol I've been through, I don't want to kill myself with doing seven protocols at once. So sometimes like say there's an expert like you, I trust you and your clients and your staff to go through something, right? And then I know that I could trust you to promote that certain thing, right? So I really was really diligent about what I put on there when it comes to supplements, programs, protocols, experts. And I just wanted to give people, especially women, I feel like a place where they could go on one website and know everything on here is good. Yes. So whatever I choose will make some sort of a difference. And I wanted to keep it simple and categorize it. So we have different categories. It's launching now. It's in development because there's so many resources. We had to have a good team to get it all together and make sense and get it up on the website. So you'll be able to click on Keto. And check out keto support products, keto gadgets, keto programs, keto practitioners, right? Keto websites, keto communities, because we spoke so much about communities, keto podcasts. And it's just going to be cool stuff that you could browse through. And same thing for paleo and for fasting and for toxicity and hormones and stress and kids and cancer. It'll just expand as as we grow. People want more things. So as to where to start, it's go in every single pillar will have, or every single category will have an overview of what that thing is. And just spend some time on there, right? That That's what it is with anything. Even before the website is fully launched, go and, you know, think about like lifestyles. You asked about keto, keto fasting, paleo diet variation. Go and look up amazing videos and resources of what it actually is and what speaks out to you because they can all give you good results, Right, especially depending on what you're trying to, what you're suffering with, or if it's just like, oh, I just want to get healthier and try something new, and and see what speaks to you, what feels the most comfortable to you, and start there. I mean, health is a journey; it's not going to happen overnight. Oh my gosh, that was so well said. And when you and I first talked about your idea around wellness clarity, what I felt in my heart was that there needed to be like a liaison from mm-hmm. the person trying to get healthy and the health influencer. And you, that's literally what you are is you've become, we call you the connector. You know, you are that bridge between oh. the person wanting to get healthy and all of these health influencers that have huge hearts that yeah. are on big missions, but somebody might respond better to 
you know, a different, like you, you don't always know whose information you're going to respond best to. You don't know what information. When I was listening to you speak just now, I was thinking, gosh, if I was new to, to this health world, I would go to Wellness Clarity and I would just look at everything on keto and say, does this feel right for me? Okay, then I'm just going to start here and I'm going to block everything else out. And I'm going to try this for a little bit. And then maybe I'll go over to fasting. Like, I think we have to chunk down the different ways we can go, the different fads, I should say, for lack of a better word. Otherwise, you get overwhelmed. And when you're overwhelmed, you shut down and you won't do anything. Exactly. And just, yeah, exactly what you said. And just one step at a time, you know, it, it really is a journey and you have to enjoy, what was it, like a Miley Cyrus song, Enjoy the Ride? I think it was The Climb. <laughs> the Climb. <laughs> I, I actually really like that song. I'm, go, I'm going to let, I'm going to be a little vulnerable. Sometimes I run to it. <laughs> amazing. I sing to it in my car, but it's okay. Clearly, I don't know the words. Yes, enjoy the climb, not the <laughs> You know, it's, it's a journey. You have to, it, it'll be hard at first and then it gets easier and easier. And then, you know, you might master one thing and okay, I'm ready to take the next step. And you take the next step and you research a little more. And yeah, and you just create yeah. that foundation. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you know, all these health influencers, who are some of your favorite? <gasps> oh my gosh. You? I was going to say, it's not a softball question. I mean, I adore you. I, you really, I could hang out with you all day long. Yeah. But like who, who are some of the people that you just think you resonate with, have great information, big hearts? Yeah. So definitely you. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart, right? If, 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 Thank you. Uh, the universe has led me to you for a reason. So you definitely Dr. Pampa, which is both of our mentors. Yep. I definitely would not know what I know now without him and kind yep. of, I, I contract with his company, right? So I worked almost like for him, but right. at the same time, he just, I, I traveled to all these conferences with him. So I learned along the side of him, right? And saw his presentations and dug in his work. So especially when it comes to toxicity and detox and the importance yep. of it, I had a, no idea. Like keto and fasting was my first step. And then that heavy metal detox and just getting all the shitty toxins out of my life was such a major step too for me. Yep. So he's definitely going to be always top of my list. Yeah. He, he taught me how to think. That's what I always say. It's like, I've gone through all this schooling and then I meet Dr. Pompa and he really, after listening to him for so many years, he taught me how to think something through. Mm-hmm. And in the, in the health influencer world, I do believe we have a tendency to stand up and say, take this magic pill. This is going to cure you. And what I want to know as a consumer of that magic pill is why and how long. Right. And I think that's what Dr. Pompa did for me is just help me go layers deep to make sure that when I'm working with a patient that I'm not just you know, giving magic pills that we're actually turning around and making them their own doctor and empowering them. Right. So, oh, and, and it's just, it's so important to empower people. So you will be another one. Somebody else that I love to follow is Dr. Partha Nandi. I don't know if you've heard of him. No, no. Tell she, us. I think he's newer, kind of on my list. I've just been here. It's like a, he has a show. He's a big gut expert, but he kind of could talk about anything. And he just has such a good heart and soul. Love him. Dr. Nisha Winters, as always, oh. one of the sweetest people in the whole wide world. I love her to death. You know, especially when it comes to cancer and metabolic flexibility and all of that. David Jockers, I love to follow. He's a wealth of knowledge with fasting. Who else? Give me some names. 
Well, I mean, some of them, like you and I have talked hormones quite a bit. So I already know my opinion on like people like Anna Kabeca. Just, oh, yeah. I have my master class. Like she's just, yeah, she's she's so great. So and I, you, you know what I, I love about her that I, I wish she talked about more, but I'm sure it's painful is the fact that she, her 18 month old son drowned when, when now her kids are older. But do you know that story? I don't know the full story now. So the interesting part of the story when it ties into hormones is that she, it was a birthday party and her son meandered into their swimming pool and drowned and died at 18 months. As a mother, I don't even know, but like it, when I read that in her book, The Hormone Fix, I was like, I had a whole nother impression of what Anna was like. And when I actually interviewed her several times, and one of the things that she said is, do you know that the next day after he died, she was breastfeeding him and her milk stopped completely Wow! from the stress of the, of the, of that moment. So, you know, everybody's got a story. There's so many people in our field that are, you know, putting their, their knowledge into the world and their visions and missions. And a lot of them have lost a child or a parent or a sibling or, you know, spouse. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So, okay. And, um, what about if there were like five of your favorite health activities that you do or habits that you do on a weekly basis, what would those five be? Can you give me 20? No, (laughs) I know. Somebody asked me this question and I'm like, you know what I do? I'd give five and then I give some bonus ones. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's how um, I get around it. So, what are the, some of the top top things? Health things. One of the key things is my one of my love languages is quality time, mm. and I just think quality time. You know, I have a fiance and two dogs. Eventually, you know, soon enough we'll have a family, and we're both so busy. We're both entrepreneurs, and finding the time for each other, finding the time to put the computer down and the phone down and the books down and actually having some quality time, whether it's on the couch talking, even watching a movie sometimes, just hanging out or taking a walk on the beach because we live right here in San Diego. We're so lucky right on the beach. So I think one of my, and and it's health, right? It it just, it makes you feel good and it it makes you happy and it makes you healthier overall, right? Like that brain connection with with all of that stuff. So that quality time with somebody that you love, for sure. Number two would be working out, which I've been slacking and I feel it. When I mm. slack, I just don't feel as sharp. My day is not as successful. But for the most part, working out or moving, I love going. What's your favorite workout? I love lifting weights, which is funny. Ah. You hate it. And I yeah. just love it. I, there's just so many routines you could get now from YouTube or just you know machines. They're not too hard to use. I love going to the gym and just putting on super like dirty rap. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm learning so much about you. What's, okay, I'm going to have to get a playlist. I grew up in like a pretty shady neighborhood in Brooklyn. So <laughs> I didn't have the best friends in, in, in junior high school. It was fun. I um, might have to move from Miley Cyrus to dirty rap in my next workout. So if you have a Spotify channel, I'm going to come find you on Spotify. I'll just share it with you. It'll, it'll keep you pumped. So I, I love doing that. So what did I say? Quality time, the working out. I'm definitely getting sunshine. We talk about this all the time, you know, getting vitamin D. It's, we, we, we think that we should be afraid of the sun and putting on toxic sunscreens and it's the opposite. You know, we need to get out in the sun and if we stay out for too long, you should be putting on some non-toxic sunscreen. So again, living in San Diego, I'm so happy. There's tips and tricks for people that are, you know, in colder climates, but 
just getting out in the sun, you know, getting that natural cortisol spike in the morning of, you know, your hormone and getting some energy. Love doing that. So sun, quality time, gym, cooking. I'm a big uh-huh. cook and I love cooking. And I know my fiance wouldn't eat healthy unless I cook. So he, he's got... Oh, that's awesome. He's marrying the right woman then. Yeah, yeah. He's got me. I love to cook. Um, I have to start actually posting more recipes. So cooking, I would spend time in the kitchen, you know, order stuff from Whole Foods or the farmer's market or sprouts and kind of get creative. And sometimes it tastes like pupu cacao and sometimes it's amazing. So, <laughs> for the most part, I just love doing that. And this is so way, but cleaning... I am ah. cleaning. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I <it> is lucky. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh my gosh, she's literally marrying the perfect woman. You know what? I've recently learned that cleaning calms me. Yeah. Yeah. So when sure. I go around and I clean and then I walk back into the room and it, everything's organized, I'm like, oh, my spirit feels calm right now. Yeah. That, that's what it is. And there's actually studies done that like, it's, it's almost like having an organized space gives you an organized mind. Yes. So people that are busy, especially busy moms, entrepreneurs, I mean, there's so much shit going on, right? So yep. it's, it's when you tidy up and like my fiance doesn't get that. And I try to tell him, I go, when there's just crap all over the house, like I, my, my mind feels just gray and just, I just don't know. Once yep. everything's clean, plus you want to get all the, you know, all the dust out and everything else too. But once everything's clean, it just, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel accomplished. And I literally just get more done. <laughs> yeah. I started telling, because my daughter's off at school. So I'm home with, with my husband and son. So I'm home with two boys. And I always say, what you guys don't understand is that they're like, especially as, as my hormones are going all over the place, that if my hormones are out of control, my mind is out of control. And then if I walk into the house and the house is out of control, I am definitely not going to be the nicest person to you. Like, oh, that's the moment that I am not my best self. Oh my so. God. Well, and we all have that. So I think that those were five were kind of like my day to days, but on the weekends, hiking and just being outside and paddle boarding. We, you know, we have bonfires here by the beach. I mean, there's so much cool stuff to do here. So just staying awesome. active and yeah, taking it a day at a time. Talk about your masterclass. So give us a little preview of what that is and what was the inspiration behind it? Yeah. So the masterclass was an inspiration of kind of like launching my website. I wanted to launch a website that we went over with all the resources. And at the end of the day, I'm clarifying the path to wellness for these women that get on my website. But the website is still filled with a lot of information. So kind of like what you said, and I don't want to give it away before because we didn't get into the topic, but... If you go on the website and you're still like, this is great information, but I'm, where do I start? What do I yes. take from this website? Where do I start? What matters the most in order for me to change my health? So the masterclass is that starting point. I go through the seven pillars of health that changed my life that I know from studying and researching that are just super important to your health. We go through emotional healing and mindset and daily habits. We go through lifestyle choices or diets, whatever you want to call them, such as keto and paleo and diet variation, the quality of foods and your ingredients, eating real food, no matter what diet you choose. Yeah, exactly. Important. We go through fasting, which is one of the topics you'll speak about on there. We go through gut health because everything starts, you know, health starts. Absolutely. We go through movement and sleep because you need both. Duh. Yep. Then we go through stress and hormones. 
So uh-huh. it's just it's just all of these things that matter so much. And then of course, what well, that was six. And then toxicity and detox, of yep. course, and keeping yeah. it super basic. So all of the interviews are going to get transcribed, and you could you know buy them, and you could have an actionable checklist of, I'm going to start here. Let me print this out, and let me just start here. Yeah. Once I get better here, I could choose another pillar and implement that. And just giving these overwhelmed and frustrated women a starting point. Um, And it's called breaking up with exhaustion. So I kind of targeted exhaustion because so many of us are suffering with that. Mental and physical. The physical fatigue exhaustion and then the mental part of it, which is more, I'm so overwhelmed. There's so much crap out there. What the heck do I do? (laughs) Right, right. And And I I just want to point out to my resetters that... You and I had had several conversations about this theory of helping people navigate. And you're like, do you think it's good? And I'm like, yes, yes, please. There's so many of us that are just putting content out and putting content out. And we do it because we care and we don't want people to get lost or overwhelmed. And so someone like you and what you're doing is absolutely pivotal to our mission. So resetters, this this is my gift to you. Uh, this, this, <laughs> mas- this master class, she did something that we, you know, that is so necessary in the health influencing world. So I'm oh, so, so grateful much. for you. Thank so, you. Excited. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're going to finish on this topic. This is my favorite question. If you had one message for the world that mm-hmm. you could just implant in everyone's brain, what would that be? So I think it would be working on yourself first, right? We all try so hard to influence things outside of ourselves, right? And, and family and friends and just outside circumstances. But we just sometimes miss that it starts inside of us, right? When we change the way that we live our life and the way that we operate, and the way that we show up every single day, you know, things in our life really start changing too. It, it, they, they really do. And it's, it, life actually starts showing up for us. It, it really does. And it's incredible what we can do and what we can influence when we focus on improving our thoughts and our daily habits and the energy that we put out. So it truly does start with you. Oh, that is so good. And so much. We could have done a whole episode on that. I I always save the message for the end. And I love how people respond to it. And then I think, oh, I got to bring them back so we can talk about that. So so this was great. Well, we will leave notes for everybody, like the links to Wellness Clarity and your master class. Well, you're amazing. We adore you. And I could literally chat with you for hours. But again, thank you for doing this. Thank you for showing up in this way because the world really needs it. And we are so grateful. Uh, Thanks, Mindy and Jess. I mean, I I love you guys so much. So thank you for what you do. And thank you for letting me share my crazy story. (laughs) It was awesome. I loved it. Nothing that I love to talk about more than wine. So I got to tell you about Dry Farm Wines, which is my absolute favorite place to get wine from for many different reasons. One, they're keto friendly. You didn't hear that wrong. They are literally keto friendly. They have no added sugars, no added toxins, and they will leave you feeling amazing the next morning. So go check out their website. Not only is the wine incredible, but the people behind the wine are amazing. 
You guys know how I love people who are on a mission to serve the world. Well, Todd White and his crew are on a mission to help people drink healthy wines and enjoy the whole experience. So they taste amazing. And if you go to dryfarmwines.com backslash Dr. Mindy Pels, they will actually send you a bottle for a penny. So give it a try. Let me know what you think. And cheers to an incredible wine experience. Okay, resetters. So hopefully by now you know that I love stories. And I felt like she had some really fun stories. And I love how she like got into the health world. It's like almost like so many of us like haphazardly fall into these, into the health lifestyle. And she was really fun to hear how she got into it. And what she's not telling you is that she is she a, is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> she's a badass. <laughs> she is a badass and she's a humble badass. And she knows everybody that you guys are watching on YouTube and listening to on podcasts. Like she is so connected in the health influencing world. And she really is a wonderful liaison for all of you trying to find the right platform to listen to. So yeah. uh, don't you think, Jess? Yeah, no, I mean, I love her and many of the people that we've, that we've, talked to through the years, some of them on the podcast so far have been because she is such a connector. She's she's introduced us over email and said that we, you know, both of you guys would love each other. You guys need to chat and we kind of take it from there. But yeah, I mean, I I love how she, like what you just said, how she haphazardly fell into the health world through an MLM, an MLM. marketing. <laughs> right? I, think, I think everybody's got to dabble in an MLM for a little bit and realize, you know, it's not for me. It's a well, like she said, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of hustle, but she is one of the hardest working people I've ever met. And she's just got this tenacious drive. And I love listening to everything that she has have to you, offer. Have you ever seen her in a bad mood? No. Have you ever I don't heard think her, it exists. No. Have you ever heard her say a bad thing about somebody? No. Yeah. No. I was thinking that too. I she always when I picture her, my my I always think of a smile on her face. Never seen her in a bad mood, and we've interacted with her a lot. Like we've been at and seminars. in some very stressful situations. We've yeah, we've been around her, and she always is calm, happy. Yep, like I'm gonna get it done. Yeah, and the other reason I would say resetters that I think what she's doing is so valuable is you know being in the health influencing world. It's it's very interesting. I would say the people we hang around in general tend to be on a mission. They're into the into the researching their topics and they really want to make a difference. And then there's like a subgroup of people that are wanting to make a quick buck. And what we would really like to do is stop you from having to waste your money with people like that. And yet we have our own path, we're doing our own thing. And so this is where Andrea's work becomes pivotal because she's vetting it all. She's looking to see what is going to be a smart program or product for you to step into. And then you don't have to worry about wasting your money. Don't you right. think? Well, yeah. And she's also, just like what you just said, she's she wants to work with people that are out to make a difference in this world. And I, I think knowing that she's got those connections, knowing that she's bringing people on, that she's vetted, she's researched, she knows their heart, she knows their mission, she knows their drive, she knows the products that they're putting out, the supplements that they're recommending, like she's doing all that legwork to really make sure that you as a consumer 
are stepping in onto a platform where you know all all these people's missions and hearts align. Yep. Yeah, I mean hours of hours. research that would take the 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 average person. So she's doing that all for you, which is incredible. What do you think of her five things? Her health habits, cleaning. I was like, oh, I didn't really think of that as a health habit, but I guess if it calm, like what you said, it calms you and yep. helps your nervous system relax. Maybe puts you over in parasympathetic. Yeah. I thought, and then she started with connection. Well, well that makes sense. She is, right. she is a Andrea, connector. the connector, yeah. but she started with connection, which was super cool. And I just, each one, again, I love thoughtful people. She just seemed very thoughtful about each one and how she went about creating a healthy life. And it wasn't flashy. No, no. It, I don't even think, I'm trying to think, she said she likes to work out. So none of it was about products, buying products, or it was nope. just Good Simple old fashioned, things. yeah, good old fashioned hard health habits that work. It was prioritizing is what I heard in those five. Yeah. Well, and then going back to like her her message that she would shout to everybody about starting with with you and working on yourself. And you and I could spend hours and hours and hours talking about working on yourself and podcasts that we love to listen to that talk about, you know, working on yourself and the books we read. But I do think that is really important. We spend a lot of time I think especially as women helping others and putting others before we before ourselves. And so I just loved her message for the world. I thought that was good. What did you think of her workout music? <laughs> I I'm actually <laughs> with her kind of. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I was just gonna say, what do you listen to when you work out? Like Eminem and yeah, like hard rock. Angry I need music. Your guys play, I need your playlist. I'm like a. I'm like. Well, okay. I I, I went through a Miley Cyrus. I listen to like Coldplay sometimes. I have oh. a couple. I know I have a couple of their up songs, like uh, like higher beat songs. But I'm I'm in a. I go back to my 80s music. Like this. Well, is 80s where, is good. Yeah, 80s yeah. is good. My so, husband listens to country, and I'm like, how in the heck do you work out to country? I don't yeah. Know. I don't know. I think I need some new workout music. And so I'm going to have to tap into you too for that. Yeah, you'll have to tap into our playlist. I haven't really done any hard working out in a while. I've kind of been in a, a like in more of a yoga hit training thing, but I can dig through some oldies for sure that are my go-tos, especially when I want to run. Yeah. Awesome. Well, resetters, go check out her masterclass, you know, see what you resonate with, check out Wellness Clarity, her website, and just know that that it it was built with the intention of being a gift to you and helping you really find your lane so that you don't get overwhelmed and you don't give up on yourself and that you, you have somebody that's already vetted some amazing messages and programs and products. So I'm just... I, I literally remember in in a bar at a hotel, um, <laughs> like at a seminar, chatting with her about her idea. And I, w- I said to her, I'm not going to let you give up on that idea because that is needed and nobody is going to step up and do it because nobody knows the health world like you do. Yes. So incredible. Loved it. Hope you guys enjoy it as well. Thanks.
7 fast types out. You download Carp Manager where your food is all craft out. That's what it's all about. That's what resetting is all about.